Listener-supported KFUO, we are the messenger of good news. I'm Gary Duncan. It's so good to be with you. It's time now for our moment in Scripture with Pastor Matt Clark. And Pastor Clark is the pastor at Ascension Lutheran Church in South St. Louis. Hi, Matt. Hi, Gary. Great to be with you again. It's great to be with you as well. Now, we read this week John 15 through Acts 2, and uh, we start out with the vines and the branches and all the talk about those things. Then we also read about the work of the Holy Spirit, and I also have a question that, that came up to me. Jesus, at one point, says, I have much more to say to you, more than you can bear. And this is when he was talking about the Holy Spirit. What is that all about, more than you can bear? Yeah, thanks for reading along, first of all, and thanks for the questions. So, yeah, it's within this context of this talk about the Holy Spirit. And and right before that verse you pointed out, Gary, uh, Jesus says, it's to your advantage that I go away, which that sounds kind of odd, too. Mm -hmm. Jesus is telling them. He's going to die, rise, but then also ascend. He's going to go up into heaven. He's going to go away. But then he says, the helper will not come to you. But if I do go away, I will send him to you. So in other words, if Jesus doesn't go away, the the helper, the Holy Spirit won't come to them. But once he does go away, he is going to send them the gift of the Holy Spirit. So I, I think it's important to recognize that because then we get into verse 12 that you brought up and says, so I have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. And then he goes on verse 13, when the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all the truth. So right now they don't have this this full understanding of what's happening. And we kind of see that again and again with the disciples. They don't quite understand what all this dying talk is about, what this rising from the dead stuff is. Uh, But once Jesus is risen and even ascended, when the Holy Spirit comes, then it seems they get it. (laughs) The disciples, they get it. And we just celebrated this past weekend, the day of Pentecost uh, at many churches. uh, And it's exactly what the day of Pentecost is about. God coming down, the Holy Spirit coming down, and then bringing to mind the things that Jesus has said and enabling the disciples to to have an understanding then of Christ's words to them. Right. So I think that's really what what Jesus is pointing to, Gary, is right now they don't fully understand. And we're going to see that again and again. The disciples don't quite get it. But when the Holy Spirit comes, then then they they have this understanding of, of Christ's words. Right. So that also turned their grief into joy as well when they started to understand that even though he was going going away, the Holy Spirit was uh, coming to them. Yeah, Jesus is not going to leave them alone. He's not going to abandon them. He's sending the helper, the Holy Spirit. And, and that's great news for us today, too, that we, too, hey, we have the gift of the Holy Spirit. Um, no doubt about it. Uh, if we want proof of that, we'll just look to our baptism, right? And the Lord lives within us even, temples of the Holy Spirit. And he gives us a right understanding of of God's word. And that's one of my prayers as I read the scriptures, as I study them on my own and in our readings with our listeners is, you know, Lord, give me a right understanding of your word in me through your Holy Spirit so that I may understand what, what you are speaking to me. And the Holy Spirit certainly gives us that understanding today just as he did the disciples uh, back then too. What else would you like to highlight from our reading this week? Sure, yeah, as long as we're talking about the Gospel of John, uh, toward the end of John's Gospel, I think there's two insightful things that that John writes. Uh, One is in John 20, verses 30 and 31. It's sort of the the purpose of the Gospel of John, but I think we could even say more broadly, really the purpose of the whole Bible. So this is what John says, 
Uh, he says, now Jesus did many other signs in the presence of his, of his disciples, which are not written in this book. But he says, these things are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that by believing you may have life in his name. So John really says, the, the reason why I've recorded these things is that you can believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and have life in his name. And really, when you think about it, that's, again, the purpose of all of Scripture, the whole Bible, cover to cover, is that we would know who Jesus is. Uh, that's that's what it's all about. That's what it's about. John could have included other things. The, the Bible could have certainly included lots of other things in it. But the things that it did include are for the sole purpose, really, of of guiding us to see who Jesus is. Yeah, that's that's the key purpose, at least. And then I think the the other interesting verse, too, is the very last verse of John's gospel, where, again, he writes about the things that he included in this book. And John says, now there were many other things that Jesus did, where every one of them to be written, I suppose, that the world itself could not contain the books that would be written. <laughs> I like that line that, yeah. you know, if, 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 if everything that Jesus did and said it was recorded, oh, the world could even hold the books. Again, John has specifically chosen these these set things to write about. And I, I like to think that we have what we need, right? Um, there may be other questions we have about Jesus, about heaven, about all sorts of things, uh, but we have what we need. And, and what we need is enough to point us to Jesus as Again, the one who is the Christ, the Son of God, so that we may have life in his name. The other thing I was going to point out, Gary, is we, we also read Acts chapters 1 and 2. Uh, just to point out uh, for our listeners that the book of Acts written by Luke. So we read Luke's gospel. Now in Acts, Luke is writing again. He's addressing it to the same person, Theophilus, uh, whose name means, again, friend of God. And he's going to be talking about the early church. So what happens now? at Jesus' ascension, and then what follows. Um, just to point out one thing, again, last week we talked about the day of Pentecost in many of our churches, uh, the coming of the Holy Spirit, and that's really sort of what gets the attention on the day of Pentecost. The coming of the Holy Spirit, people understanding uh, the words of the disciples in their own language, and and uh, the flames of fire, and all those things that take place. And rightly so, that's important. But I think Peter's sermon on that day of Pentecost is important too. Uh, we hear really the first Christian sermon that's preached, at least by one of Jesus' disciples. And Peter gets up and he, and I think we learn some helpful things about sermons today and what should be in sermons today from Peter's sermon. So he gets up and he, he quotes the prophet Joel and he talks about how what took place here at, on this day of Pentecost is really what was prophesied by Joel the prophet, that on the last days he will pour out uh, his spirit. And then it shall come to pass that everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. That's all from the Old Testament prophet Joel. And then Peter goes on and he talks about Jesus of Nazareth, a man attested by God, uh, this man uh, who was delivered up according to the, the plan and foreknowledge of God. You crucified and killed by the hands of lawless men, but God raised him from the dead loosing the pangs of death because it was impossible for him to be held by it. So basically, you crucified Jesus, but God raised him up. So I think two things to learn about preaching. One, uh, Peter really anchors his sermon in the scriptures. Uh, the Old Testament wasn't written yet, so he's quoting the Old Testament scriptures, uh, the Hebrew scriptures. He's quoting the prophet Joel. So his sermon is is rooted in in God's word, in the scriptures. It's not just you know, his opinions or anything. And then the second thing we learned from Peter is uh, 
even though this is the Holy Spirit's big day, the day of Pentecost, he doesn't preach about the Holy Spirit necessarily. His sermon is really centered on, on Jesus. Again, the one that was crucified and that God raised up from the dead. So I think that's another important thing to learn about preaching too for us today, that uh, it should also be centered in Jesus Christ, that the gospel of Jesus, it's got to be there in, right. in, a, in a sermon. And that's what uh, the Holy Spirit does, too, always pointing to Jesus. I think that's so interesting. The Holy Spirit really doesn't point to himself. That's not the Holy Spirit's job. The Holy Spirit doesn't want attention for himself. The Holy Spirit, again and again, points us to Jesus Christ. And, you know, especially working through the word, the written word, pointing us to Jesus Christ again and again. Uh, that That's the Holy Spirit's ultimate job, that, that bringing us to faith in Christ and keeping us in that faith in Jesus Christ. Right. Yeah, exactly, Gary. Now, I have a, a question here. I've heard pastors talk about the day of Pentecost. You know, some of them have said that it wasn't a miracle of speech, that they were speaking in languages that people could understand, but maybe it was a miracle of hearing, that people could hear it in their own language. Where do you fall on that? Yeah, so I think the main thing is people heard God's word in an understandable way, right? So by the power of the Holy Spirit, they were able to hear the word, the mighty works of God. So verse six says um, in, in Acts chapter two, uh, the multitude came together. They were bewildered because each one was hearing them speak in his own language. So, so it's clear they were hearing them speak in his own language, in their own language. So most definitely they could hear the word of God in an understandable way. But I, it is a little unclear, you know, was it because they were speaking in different languages or they were hearing the different languages, if that makes sense. Right. And that's where um, some denominations get the speaking in tongues from, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah exactly. So, you know, it, it, you know, any kind of tongues they're speaking in at, at this point, it was, it's, it's another language. It's human languages, right? right. Uh, but again, uh, yeah, it's not completely clear, you know, and if, if the primary miracles they understand and hear in their own language, well, thanks be to God for that too. That's a miracle. And that's right. the work of the Holy spirit. Um, for me, the main thing is the Holy spirit made it possible for them to hear about Jesus and the mighty works of God in an understandable way. Right. And, uh, you know, today, again, when we hear about all sorts of other speaking in tongues and kind of a babbling, you know, that that's my big concern about that is, uh, you know, that's not necessarily hearing the works of God or about Jesus Christ in an understandable way. Right. And here at Pentecost, boy, that seems to be the main goal, to be able to understand uh, the works of God in Christ Jesus. We do that here at KFUO. We speak the word of Christ where people can hear it and understand it. And faith comes from hearing the word of Christ. And that's what we do every day here at KFUO Radio. And that's the only way that someone comes to faith. That's the only way we're really strengthened in the faith, through hearing that word and the, the spirit certainly working through it anything else you want to add for this week i think that about covers it gary great stuff um, i just encourage our listeners to read along with us next week we're going to cover acts chapter 3 through chapter 12 and would you like to lead us in prayer before we wrap up sure i'd be happy to uh, lord god we thank you uh, for your word uh, the gospel of john but but all of scripture uh, those things that are written that we may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God. And we thank you for the work of the Holy Spirit. And we thank you that not only was the Spirit at work on that day of Pentecost nearly 2,000 years ago, but still alive and active in your church today. Uh, thank you for being active through your word and even in us. Uh, we thank you, Lord, for your many gifts. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.
Thanks so much, Matt, and I'll talk to you next week. All right. Thanks, Gary. Sounds good. We are listener-supported, the messenger of good news worldwide at KFUO.org. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and you can find our talk segments, our podcast of our talk programs, including these segments here on the Midday Show. You could uh, catch those wherever you get your podcasts. Just search out KFUO Radio.